This is I Burn Everything, a food slash relationship podcast. Like always, to my left is Dave Horwitz. Hi, Stevie. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having us on our show. You're welcome. Thanks for being on our show. <laughs> great. And today we have our guest. We're not even we're not even bullshitting up top. We are just diving straight in. Great. Um, Mono Agapian. Did I say that right? Yeah, you said it right. Great. He is a comedian, an improviser, and I met him in a UCB mono scene class. Yes. Julie Brister. Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's great. She's the most wonderful. It was a really fun class. Yeah. Remember my... There was like a bear scene? Yeah, for sure. There was a bear scene. Yeah. So many all-stars were in that class too. It's like now they're all on TV. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, remember that I was in a relationship in that class? Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Very, very, yeah, I remember that vaguely. Wait, in a relationship with someone in the class? Yeah, we took it together. Oh, how'd that go? In retrospect, how was that? Yeah. It was very weird, to be honest. I've never taken a class with a boyfriend. It Mm. was such a bad choice. Like, we had fun for a lot of it. But then there was like one day, I remember we got in a fight before class and he's like, I'm not going to go to class because you're there. And it became this weird feeling of being Shit. like, oops, oopsies. Oopsies. This yeah. is this is bad. Yeah, that sounds silly because you don't need anything else getting in your way. No. Improvisers dating is also pretty silly. It is yeah. silly. I've never dated. I've never dated another person in comedy. That's so smart. <laughs> it's like the smartest thing you can do. That's what I I've hear. actually noticed that about you specifically, uh-huh. like uh, because I think I've met a couple of people you've dated and been like, oh, I've never seen that person before. Yeah, and it's kind of refreshing. It's kind of a, it's kind of like an immediate turn on to uh, know someone who doesn't know any of your friends. I mean, it can yeah. it can be a bad thing if they don't get along with them, but no, I, I feel yeah. like it's the best thing, right? Like it works well. Yeah, I think. I think the only thing that can be bad about it is that, like, I feel like sometimes I've had boyfriends who are maybe intimidated yeah, by, by how the many comediness of everybody. Huh? Probably also by how many people you know. You're really in it. Hey, yeah. t- really quick. Do I need to put that mic more in front of his face? It is? Okay. Yeah, I've just had, I've had <laughs> boyfriends who were like, oh, you're friends. They won't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> or like, yeah. Or like, or like, sometimes it's hard to like get to know them in a real way. Yep. Because oh, they're man. always doing a bit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know they're just doing that. You got to get them in like a more one-on-one situation. That is a weird thing about comedians. Mostly, not even comedians. You know what? It's more like improvisers. Mm. They never stop doing bits. It's, right. That's a real thing where it's like, I'll, I'll run into improvisers at like restaurants and be like, hey, this is my boyfriend. Uh, this is whatever his name is. And they will do bits about how they're at brunch. And we're like, we don't need to do that. Yeah. Why are we doing this right now? Yeah. Why can't we just say hello? How are you? Yeah. Bits no. are like comfort food, I think. <laughs> oh, like my it's God. A very, yeah. Uh, it's a very, not to force a food metaphor like every episode, but I, think, <laughs> but I do um, a good, I was actually just having a conversation about this with someone who was not super on well at the start of the conversation not super on board for bits and it was just sort of a conversation of oh yeah comedy people bits 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 i wish sometimes i wish i could go to a party and never never do a bit and i said i don't actually think you mean that 
Mm. Like before we got into comedy, that was just the way that we talked yeah. to our friends. Yeah. But I do know, like, there is the always on person that really Oof. can ruin a convo slash evening. Yeah. Right. And imagine being slash brunch. Imagine being a non comedian person meeting all those people. Like yes. probably people you date who are just like, the fuck is this? Yes. What are they doing? <laughs> yes. None of this is even funny. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Oh, okay. Let me explain. Um, yeah. We're doing an impersonation <laughs> of my insane landlord, but it's a world where my insane landlord <laughs> sleeps with her family. Yeah. And then they're like, okay. Still not funny. I don't know yeah. what's going on. We realize that the accent that the landlord has, it would sound funny to say fuck my brother so then you've just been saying <laughs> fuck my brother for an hour yes. that's where you came in and now we're still saying it yes oh, okay i'm gonna leave forever <laughs> it's a balancing act because I, yes. I think it's a balancing act. i think like bits are fun yeah bits i do too just fun but yeah you have to you just i don't know you have to have the wherewithal to be like okay cool now this feels like a moment to check in with the person in a real way yeah i agree i think it's all about balance i think bits can be great yeah just sprinkle it in with realness yeah, give me some real. Yeah, show me some vulnerability. Yeah, let's let's see your soul. Um, <laughs> okay, so speaking of seeing your soul, you're uh-huh. in a relationship right now. I am. How did you guys meet? We met at fucking Akbar. We met at a gay bar. Cool. I walk by that bar all the time. Yeah. Um. And I don't know what this is worth, but I will say the night we met. Yeah. It was um. Okay, I had like one of the worst nights ever. Okay. At Akbar the night before. Just one of those nights where you're like, I, I quit sexuality, you know, where you're like, I'm moving and <laughs> yeah. I quit sexuality. And I literally was like, I ran to garage pizza to just like fill my sadness with pizza. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Side of the counter. Yes. That place and is great for that. Drew Tarver being the, the, the deer that he was, like literally came over and scooped me up off the sidewalk and was like, it's fine. You're great. We're gonna, being gay is hard. And... I made myself go back the next night because I was like, I'm not going to be a bitter old queen. I'm going to like meet people and not be jaded. And um, that's when I met this gentleman I'm dating now. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. You didn't let, you didn't let Akbar win. Yeah. You came back and you won it. I took back the night. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? Like, did you just like, I want to hear how you guys actually like met or started talking. You know, that story is very silly because it was, um, it's what uh, it was a time of the night that is popularly referred to as sidewalk sale, <laughs> uh, which is about one fifty-five to two fifteen a.m. Oh so it was like it was outside of the gay bar. Okay, and yeah. I was a little drunk and a little high, okay. bragging. Um, <laughs> and I'm only saying that because I was like I was, I was that strange level of intoxicated confident. Yeah, where I was like, hell yeah, I'll talk to you. Yeah. And I literally, the first thought I had while walking up to the guy I'm dating right now is, I was like, this is probably a long shot, Eh, but let's try it. No way. (laughs) I swear. I was like, this will never happen. So what did you say? What were the first words out of your mouth? Like, probably, has you got a face? (laughs) Like, it was nothing. It was garbage. Like, I have no idea. It was something. I probably just said like, hey, how are you guys? Yeah. That's it. Great. Yeah, that's all I had. And then I just like, and then actually we started making fun of each other's names very quickly. Okay. So that was a bit. That is a bit. We started with a bit. So he's not a 
comedy guy. He's not however, a comedy guy. Has a good sense of humor. Yes, very good sense of humor. He would have he's to. Really to funny, you. and he's creative too. He like does music. Mm. Oh, great. That's great! So it's kind of fun because we have like an analogous. We both are analogously creative. Mm-hmm. Great, but also like not in each other's worlds. That's really nice. That's nice. That's really great. Yeah. And okay, so how long have you been dating this guy? Can we can we name him a new name? Yeah, because it's weird to be like this guy. This should guy, this we just? Guy. I mean, should we? Is it? Wait, we should not say his name. It just depends for you if you want to, because I have said guys like my boyfriend's name on podcasts and like, man, when it ends, it's very weird. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it depends on how much faith you have in it, A, or if it would offend him or if you really want to disclose. No, I'm going. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, do it. Because we're talking about being vulnerable. That's great. Mono doesn't live in fear. Is I love I've that. Noticed. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that is something I've noticed about you. And I got to say, whether you name the person or not, it, I mean... I just I did uh, our engineer Ryan's podcast a couple months ago and it just came out and uh, I just listened to myself talk about uh, (laughs) didn't name any names but talked about how I was in the healthiest relationship of my life with a great Uh wonderful person Uh and uh, we broke up a week ago. (laughs) So no, yeah, but it's all good. Hey, breakups are healthy too. Mono, you know we're all on our own journey. Absolutely. Mono has given me some. Super, super solid relationship advice in the past. And it's like, really, I mean, he's a smart dude and makes yeah. good choices. You're wow. very nice. And sometimes I want to be like, how? Yeah. Why <laughs> don't we do kind of the same thing professionally? How are you a you're smart so man and I'm a stupid man? No, you're not. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think we're all, and we, I think we all have, we all have our like pitfalls. You know what I mean? Or like those, like whatever, those, those, those self-destructive patterns mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, um, think I, I, I definitely have them. They're just in other parts of my life. I think mm. you're good at rules. I think you're good at self-control. Boundaries. I mean, I, yeah. Oh, boundaries for sure. Also, according to that story, also, we'd never named your boyfriend. But we didn't, but we can. We can. But also, according to that story, you're also good at knowing sometimes you fail, but it's okay to try again, which I think is one of those things that most people don't do. Yeah. You know, because people are like, I give up. I just give up. I can't yeah. do this. What's your boyfriend's name? Okay, my boyfriend's <laughs> name, and this is funny because we both met making fun of each other's names. Okay. Uh, he, he was talking to me, and he was like, um, oh, uh, what's your name? I was like, oh, my name's Mono. And he was like, Mono? And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, check your cultural relativity, yeah. okay? Because you can't just make fun of my name because it's different. Yeah. And I said, what's your name? And he said, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I said, man. motherfucker, your name is Gene. Yeah, are you kidding, Gene? What's wrong with your parents? Yeah. Also, it's amazing that someone named Gene, like, it'd be fine if his name was, like, something incredible, right? Like, <laughs> like what would be incredible, though? Like, I think something that you'd be Nico. like... Nico. Alistair. Yeah, like, or like... Um, Mandrake. Like, something that's just innately hot. Cornelius. <laughs> like We're saying all the weirdest yeah, things. Yeah, Mandrake, Cornelius. What do you think is innately hot? I think something like Hunter. Like, imagine hunter? dating a hunter. Yeah, but imagine an ugly hunter. <laughs> no such thing, no such thing. Imagine just a little bridge troll dude being like, Hi, I'm Taylor. And you're like, what is an What is a hot name that you couldn't make fun of? Because it's so hot that you'd be like, I, I can't. Like, Heath. Ooh, yeah, or Heath is a good name. Heath is a forever hot name. Yeah, but you got to be hot to pull it off. Yeah, because someone's like, "Hi, I'm Heath." Yeah, exactly. You know, I feel like I, I'm, I like being blessed with an average name. Dave is so down the middle 
there's ugly days, there's hot days, <laughs> normal days, a lot of goofball days, and I'm happy to just be a, a couple of those things. It's kind of fun. Yeah. That do you fun. accept it when people use like your last name, or people don't really do that with you? People do. People like uh, coworkers like to do Horwitz. Uh, a lot of my coworkers currently call me David um, because I think that's what it says in my email address. It's like David dot Horwitz. Mm-hmm. You're not a David. I'm not a David. My You're mom calls David. me David. When I was little, I could only be a David. Mm. Uh, this is hard to admit, but when I was five and my friend's little brother was three, he called me Dave and I punched him oh. and I had to be sent home. What? Yeah, I got in trouble. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So to Jeffrey, I'm so sorry, man. Uh, Jeffrey's a funny name. Hi, I'm Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. Jeffrey always has suspenders. Oh, yeah, for sure. My parents used to call me T2. So I was, I don't know. I was T2? T2. Like T E E T U. I was called T2 for most of my life until one day as a kid, like as like a four year old, I go, I go up to them and I go, do not call me T2. (laughs) That is not my name. And everyone just was like, oof. I was like, whoa. Scary kid. It seems like an inside joke I had with an ex, which is weird. Maybe we were talking about you the whole time. Maybe. Mr. I was a baby model, too. And Mr. T. (laughs) That makes sense. Stop. Stop. That makes sense. Do not dare blow past. Let's just take a pause. The grace with which she dropped that and kept moving. I was a baby baby model. model. Yeah, that was just my first part of my sentence. (laughs) Yeah. Um, where wow. where would I let's say it's however many years ago? Yeah, sounds um, creepy when you ask this question, but go ahead. Yeah. I, we're roughly the same age, so you I'm like a baby. A Still, it's you today. I'm a baby. About baby me. You're a baby. It's 1990. 1990. Yeah. Where am Where am I as a baby going to see that? Uh, Bloomingdale's. I did a Pampers commercial. I did a, like a bank commercial that was like in Texas. Wow. Um, I was the only baby that liked wearing hats. So <laughs> so they hired me all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. In you co- booked it yeah. because you could I, stand to have something on top of your head. Also because I was just calm as fuck. I was like <laughs> creepy calm baby who was just like, I'll let anything happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Except for when I became a kid and then was like, don't call me that. Yeah. Um, wow. Picturing your like sleazy kid agent on the phone, like you gotta meet this baby. She loves wearing hats. <laughs> oh wait, this was where I was going with that story. So when I was the baby model in my agency, my agent had another baby model named T two, but it was the letter T and the number two. Why? You ready? It was Mr. T's son, and he was also a baby model. What? <laughs> this is no T2. joke. I think they still call him T two though because he never said no to it. Yeah. Wow. Well, we took, a, we took a detour. I can't imagine, I can't imagine you and T2 are up for the same jobs. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and T2 are like just rivals and somehow always getting the same work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he liked hats. He might have. T2, we love you. We're just going to go whiter and blonder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot whiter. You know. Oof. Um, <laughs> so... I know yes. that you have like an you Instagram account. Is it also a blog? Um, I guess it's on Tumblr. Does that make it a blog? Kind yes. of. Kind what do you of. Um, tell us about it, please? Okay, so I over the past like gosh two or three years have run this Instagram Tumblr account called Grinder Diary, um, and it's just sort of it's 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 just it's uh, snapshots of the insane conversations I have on Grinder. Okay. They're all real. Of course, in some cases, I'm provoking the men, yeah. but in some cases, just the lunacy is coming right at me. 
Um, and it's just like a little peek into the gay, quote unquote, dating world. That's usually, especially on that app, it's like, it's um, hypersexual. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've read some of them and they're insane. Yeah. Also, you are very funny on them. Like even Thank when you're you. just responding to insanity and you're the straight man in it. <laughs> ooh, it's so good. Thank you. Uh, it's really fun. Um, do you still have it now that you're in a relationship? I still have it. I don't do it as much anymore, especially because now like there's something crazy like over 500 snapshots on it and I feel like I've kind of said what I need to say. Yeah. Like it's done. Yeah, the, you're crazy. Yeah, I don't want to poop in a diaper. Like yeah. I've said everything there is popular. to say. Um, yeah. Um, but at this point, yeah, I hope that it makes like, and it's not, I mean, I think most people just laugh at it, but I, I, it, I did actually start it because I was like, hey, can we as gay men kind of in look at the way we treat each other and like at least like hold like hold up a what they what do they say hold up a mirror uh, do you hold up a mirror or a flashlight I don't know why I want to say hold up a candle but I don't think that's a thing <laughs> there's right? there's a uh, hang a lantern there's hold no up. it's like holding up a mirror I think is what I want anyway yeah. I just wanted to be like hey can we just at least like look at how we're treating each other and maybe like question it how would you describe how you're treating each other. I think in some cases it's great because it's like positive, like it's very sex positive and yeah. it's just like, you know, sometimes people want sex. That's not, not that's something to be ashamed about. But I also think like it, it, uh, it, it dramatically um, objectifies men mm -hmm. and it actually creates a safe space for objectification, Ooh, which that's I think is weird. bad. Yeah, that's very weird. Whereas because it like creates this interaction where it's like, okay to be like, show me your body, not good enough for me. Show me your dick, too small. <gasps> like people are openly objectifying each other and it's now, it's now, now it's like a part of the gay world. It's like, can it's we totally like. Can we read some of these? Sure. They're so funny. Wait. They're so good. I feel like we should read them, but I feel like one of us should be one voice and Mono yes, should be the other more, voice, that's, right? That's the correct way to do it. <laughs> right? Oh, really? That's, that's Mono the way, should that's be the way his it'll voice. make more sense over voice. Yeah, okay, hold on. We'll let, I'll okay. let Mono read from... We well, have to find the right one. Right? I want to read this one. Which one is that? 544. Four. Day 544. That's one of the newer ones. It so is? go to the Grinder Diary. It's... Grindr. Instagram. I've been it's a fan since... We talked about ones. this a while ago. <laughs> My um, do you remember this? Like you, yeah. you, you were like, I want to start this thing, and I was like, it's great. It's You're so funny. doing everything right. Wait, which one is this? What uh, what number am I at? Let's uh, see. Okay, you ready? So, Mono, please read your okay, your okay. response. Dave, you be the other guy. Okay. 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 This is me. What other dirty stuff you like? Mostly sucking dick. I'm bi. I mostly have sex with chicks, but I also love sucking dick. Yeah, dude. Chicks. Grinder is all about chicks. And dick, but I'm mostly N2 chicks too. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, sort of so like good. that, because uh, if you read it the right way, if that guy didn't know who you were, right. he could maybe think he I would was be reassured serious. with yeah, your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly Wait. sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, see what. Dude, let's talk about chicks. <laughs> let's see what this one-sided conversation sounds like coming just from a woman. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I just love sucking dick, massaging a fat dickhead with my throat. <laughs> I don't like getting face fucked though. <laughs> I'll keep going. <laughs> you weren't prepared for how utterly filthy this was. I'm. I think this I'm blushing. Filth. I think like once every time we record this uh, this thing, I'm blushing because of the words. Um. I like when a guy holds still and grabs my head and moves my throat up and down on his dick, but I don't like when a guy holds my head still and fucks my throat. 
And then Mana replied. Oh, and then I replied, hashtag squirt goals. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, just the look of like the screen grab of just like this huge oh, block of uh-huh. blue text and then yeah. a tiny yellow response like, here's what I got for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It has, it has um, such... Your choices in your screen grabs have such comedic value as is. Just like even the imbalance. I love the ones that are really imbalanced. Like oh, it's all blue and then you say one thing. It's all like, you know, there's <laughs> something really magical about it. You guys are awesome. Thanks. You're I, welcome. Uh, yeah, it's all on there. It's all on Grinder. I love it. So if you want to um, check those out, it's at Grinder Diaries on Instagram. Yeah, just um, a diary singular. Diary. Right? I'm Correct. sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry, I'm pitching. Not a big wrong. deal. Not- we, we we seem like we've hit a stride where in every episode there's inevitably one uh, reference to online dating just because it's kind of strangely unavoidable now. Yeah. Um, I've managed to avoid it pretty well, but. Uh, yeah. What are you guys' thoughts I, on it? I think it's normal now. I think it it's, is normal. I think it's like part of everyday life. It's no different than having, like, say, when we were kids, having. Um, instant messenger i think it's the same thing it's like it's actually weird when people are like i think resistant to it still you know i think it's a i think it's just what we do and i think especially if you are active in dating yeah it's normal but i think it's interesting that the way you were saying how men objectify other men Uh i don't and maybe and maybe you can speak against this i'm not sure but like i don't feel like that happens in it maybe happens in tinder if with specific people but like i don't feel like that happens to um like heterosexual relationships i don't think they treat each other like that right because there's gender roles and expectations set in place yeah you know what i mean and it's like i think it's like as a society we've we've agreed that treating a woman like an object is bad yeah we've agreed yeah even though men want to and men will um but whereas men and men don't have like any gender roles to fall back on yeah um and it's sort of and i i don't know it's weird there there is a culture of people being like yeah men love physical beauty and we're both men so we have agreed to openly objectify one another um i think it's yeah so i think like because no one's being um What's the word I want to use? No one's like, it's, it's that thing of like, oh, well, we're both men. We take, we can take care of ourselves. There's yeah. sort of like an openness to treating each other that way. But I think it's still awful. Yeah. I think it still seems very destructive. Like, and yeah. I also think it doesn't build, and this is like, I'm all about building trust. And I think mm-hmm. it doesn't build trust. Like, I think that would be a very hard way to start a relationship when you've started it with, hey, I'm going to objectify you. You objectify me now. And yeah. let's try and do something real now. It'd yeah. be very difficult. Absolutely. And that's why I feel like it's like bad. I feel like it's genuinely hurting the way gay men communicate with each other because you can't, yeah, you can't start that way and then get to more meaningful stuff. No, I think it already, I think it builds a lack of trust. I think you start, if you start with a lack of trust, it's fine to start with on zero, but I feel mm-hmm. like if you're starting with objectifying each other, you're starting at negative, Yeah, you know, and then you're like, let's climb our way back up. But it'd be very, it's probably possible, but I think it's probably a terrible way to start something. I mean, my relationships don't start that way, but I mean, I, I'm curious as to maybe what your specific question was when you said maybe you can speak to the contrary. But like, I, I mean, there's huge. I mean, one of my favorite uh, Instagram accounts is by Philippe, B Y E F E L I P E, and it's screen grabs of some of the most horrific yeah. uh, Tinder activity. It's it's like it's 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 a 
it's like the the real deal. It's like the documentary version of Grinder Diary. Of Grinder sure. Diary is the yeah. feature film. Like it's so it's just dudes being like cool tits want to fuck. Yeah. Uh, how 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 would you like it if my dick was down your throat? And the, and it's yeah. just the responses are like, no, you can't talk to me that way. You're blocked and you're put on this yeah. website. But I, I guess what you're saying is like, I mean, I don't think healthy relationships start that way. I don't think. I, I guess there are probably are some people who are on these apps just for sex, yeah. and they are. I like, guess they're not looking to start necessarily start something. They're looking to have something and then be done. Yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. guys heard of the um, Instagram account and Twitter Tinder nightmares? Uh, no, no. It's the same idea. Same like, thing. Yeah, same thing. Where it's just screen grabs of that, and it's it's very interesting to see like what people say to each other. People are very weird. Yeah, I just feel like I don't know if it's okay or if it's like yeah, because I don't want to be like the the prude who's like don't do that. Because um, if that's what you want, that's what you want. Yeah. But I think ultimately it does, like like I was saying, my fear of becoming a bitter old queen, I've seen it in the gay community, especially just here in Los Angeles. There is, I feel, a growing population of men who are aging, who are aging, and they're, they haven't spent any time looking for, for, for more meaningful relationships. So now they are locked into this hookup culture. And yeah. all they're looking for is the next dick. Yeah. And like that, but that like, they're like now at this point, they're like, they're normalized. And they're like, oh, yeah. that's normal. It's weird to want more. That's interesting. And it's interesting too, because I can't imagine, I think like our basic desire, no matter what sexuality you are, no matter what gender you are, mm-hmm. is to connect. I think that's a genuine human need. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing to think of, oh, you're, you're wrapped up in this hookup culture because that's what you've been doing your entire life. You've yeah. normalized it. But is that honest? Is that an honest, maybe for some people, yes. But like, part of me is like, man, I can't imagine that for a ton of dudes that's honest. Yeah. And maybe it's scary to be honest. It is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's like, is that like, is it okay if that's all you want? Or is it genuinely socializing people to expect less? Yeah, because you're an asshole if you expect more. I, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's almost yeah. like you become a person who's like, oh, he's needy. Yeah. Or she's needy. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Beginners? No. Yes. Oh. Great. It is so, 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 so good. I've heard it it's is, fantastic. It's my favorite film of all time. What? Not kidding. Great. Mike Mills. I incredible. need to watch it. It's really great. It kind of hits on that a little bit where it's like this um, older man, Christopher Plummer, finds out he's gay. Basically, mm-hmm. he's finds out he's dying first. He's and like then in comes, his 80s. He's in his 80s. And then he comes out as gay and wants to live his life as a, the rest of his life as a gay man. Mm-hmm. And him as an older dude um, actually goes to Akbar and he talks That's about amazing. it, which is so fun. Um, but he talks about how uh, nobody wants an older gay man and that he has to expect. And he literally takes less than he deserves because nobody wants that. And it's very like moving, touching terribly sad film mm-hmm. and the best film I think maybe ever created. Yeah, that's tough. You'll love it. And I then there's also a guy who it. can telepathically communicate with his dog. Which what? is fun. That's Which is the fun, fun part. That's so there's fun. like fun. You know, it's like a heavy movie, but also there's like something fun. Also the they most balance fun. both of those. That's amazing. It's a yeah. very, very, very strong movie. It's I agree. like it didn't it should have won everything. I think it's not too late. I want it to win everything. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go back in time. Yeah. We'll start a letter There should be like a decade award. Yeah. Where it's yes. like we really look at what happened over yeah. the decade and it's like, okay, that deserved some. Yeah. Some maybe, maybe it can win um, an I Burn Everything movie award. 
Ooh. Okay. I smell we'll start that. Ceremony. We'll yeah. start that. Um, we have not talked about food at all. Okay, we can talk about. We, Do you I want can to? also talk about food. Okay. I yeah. I can totally talk about food. I have a lot of opinions. What do do you cook for Jean? I uh, <laughs> oh boy, um, yes, I'm the best cook. Oh, um, I, I here, can see your lies seeping through. Yeah, I'm lying. Um, I'm a pretty bad cook, and that's but that's okay. We've like kind of embraced that. Like I make smoothies mm. for Jean, um, and uh, that's pretty much it. Like a lot of times, like. <laughs> He'll cook, and I just kind of like follow his lead. I'm like, okay, what should I do now? Yeah. Oh, cut the vegetables. Okay. Fine. Um, so I kind of follow his lead, which is embarrassing and humiliating, but um, but it works. Like I feel like at first I felt like a, a lot of guilt about not being able to cook, but now it's like yeah. whatever. I can't cook. I'm trying. Yeah. Maybe that's just not even your role in this relationship. Yeah. Maybe you'll learn, but like, maybe that's not, not you. It's definitely never my role. Yeah, but I definitely felt the pressure to be like, oh no, I want to be like, you want to be so much for a person. Yeah. Yeah, you want to provide. (laughs) I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's maybe like a relationship pitfall too, just not to be heavy or too general, but I think wanting to be everything or do everything. I mean, I think it's a pretty good role too to be the food appreciator because something, (laughs) I mean, because having been friends with you for a while and like it, you really appreciate food i've like it's fun to be you know goofing off with you and some of our friends and just like order 70 dollars worth of chinese food on a whim <laughs> yes. and then it happens and then six of us are just silently eating chinese food <laughs> is that what you guys do we've done I mean, that's that. happened a couple times that's not we, we know i'm just saying like we've that's a specific that. memory that's happened yes, sometimes but, it's fat sales sometimes it's just frozen yogurt so you love food I love food, yeah. You can't cook, but you love food. Love food. I've always loved food. Yeah. I used to be a food abuser. What do you for mean? For sure. Like I was, I was very fat when I was young, but I was like a food abuser. Like, um, like I learned how to make grilled cheese when I was eight years old, and that would like be the only thing I ate. Okay. Like I would eat like f- anywhere between four to six grilled cheeses a day. No way. Yes, 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 yes. And then my butt stopped. <laughs> yeah, my for butt sure. like quit. My yeah. butt was like, we're out of here. I'm done. You've you've done this too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, I'm lactose intolerant, but uh, I less less so now. Yeah. But anyway, um, I definitely had an unhealthy relationship with food and eating and blah blah blah. But then I lost weight. Blah blah blah. When did you realize that you had an unhealthy relationship with food? Um, oh God, um, definitely in high school. Cause I was still chubby in high school. And then during the, sometimes, oh my God, this is sad. Um, it, high school lunch, sometimes I would be like, oh, I can go drive to like my favorite fast food place. And I would like drive to Burger King yeah. and they had like a dollar menu at the time and like order like four dollar menu items. And oh. like, I remember there was one day where I was eating like a ton of dollar menu burgers and garbage and listening to whatever Ashanti song was big <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. at that time, alone in my shitty 1989 Toyota Camry. And I think I was just like, this isn't life. Oh. This is not what it's yes. about. My heart is shattering right now. <laughs> yes. There's something so sad about uh, ordering a bunch of fast food and eating it alone. And I think that's oh how God. fast food is eaten a lot of the time. Yeah. And a lot of time in cars. Oh, yeah. it's always in cars. And because you're ashamed, like you're, yeah. there's shame that comes with it for some reason. Like no one ever proudly eats fast car. food in a car no. listening to Ashanti. No. So that's interesting though, that that was like a moment where you're like, this is not living. Yeah. What did you do about it? 
worked out. Okay. Worked out. Started eating less trash. Yeah. Um, you eat real healthy now, right? I guess so. Yeah. I, feel I try like not to be obsessive, though. That's good. Because I think that's bad. I do, too. I think it swings in the opposite direction. Yeah. I think as lo- for as long as I've known you, you've always been very fit. Thank you. You're welcome. I am. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I try to be fit. Um, this is going to sound crazy, but like I am... I am someone who's like rec, and this is this is don't I won't, don't want this to sound sad because I think it's one of those things that's anyway. I definitely have body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. but it's not a thing that's like life shattering or earth shaking. It's just like I have like looked up the symptoms and then realized that I have crazy thoughts about my body, and I'm like, oh yeah, you have body you have dysmorphia. body dysmorphia mm-hmm. on some spectrum. So do you? Uh, I do too, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, do you see yourself as a fat person? No, I think I'm just hypercritical of like my body and like, oh man, why is that not perfect? Okay. Why is that, you know what I mean? Like, why is that section not the most toned yeah. thing? And but, it's it, like, but it also kind of makes sense to me because I feel like if I were to be getting messages from people saying, uh, your boobs aren't big enough and your abs aren't tight enough and your thighs are too big, mm-hmm. I would absolutely have body dysmorphia. Yeah, well, right? I mean, that's a thing a lot of people have to actually deal with. Yeah. Like, people have to deal with those messages and then, like, like acclimate to them, right? Yeah. Because, like, in, in, in especially, I guess, in Hollywood, yeah. that's some people's yeah. reality. Yeah, absolutely. And you get told that by different sources all the time. Like, it's right. like you're told that by, when I first moved to L.A., I was told that I would work all the time if I lost 20 pounds. And I was like, hmm. Yikes. Yikes, that feels... Terrible. That's twenty awful. pounds. <laughs> yeah, where? I don't think you have twenty pounds to lose. I mean, I could. You could get some ribs removed. Yeah, I could. I could take off my right leg. <laughs> and also, but like nothing in me is like a person who wants to look like that. I'm like, oh, there's this thing where I could be happy, or I could be anorexic. Like, yeah. there's like a terrible. It's like a terrible option. Yeah. I think someone underneath us is vacuuming. Oh yeah. <laughs> And no amount. Uh, this is my my biggest. <laughs> or they thing have one of those like, motel vibrating beds. <laughs> yeah, they're just pumping quarters into. <laughs> yeah. No amount of weight loss actually does the um like no amount of weight loss can actually um substitute self love. Nope. Like it just doesn't work that way. It's like that's why when you hear, I mean, if you just look up, like literally just Google plastic surgery satisfaction or yep. something like that, like <laughs> you see how like. That doesn't, that never diagnoses the actual problem. Mm-hmm. Well, cause yeah, cause the actual problem is your relationship to yourself. Yes. Like that's the actual problem is like how you, how you view yourself. It's not about like, I've been the skinniest ever before and I've had, you know, 40 more pounds on me before. Yeah. And the truth is neither of them are happier than, you know, n- yeah. I was never happier as the skinnier version of me. Yeah. I always thought there was something wrong. I think yeah. it's only now that I've gotten to a place of being like, I like myself as I am mm-hmm. with no alterations, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, you yeah. can look in the mirror and just be like, I like who I am. Yeah. I think there's definitely needs to be a, a, a radical acceptance of oneself because I mean, like Mono, you're, I remember because you know we've known each other for a number of years and yeah. I remember I mean you were you've never been huge but you were you were I remember a dedication to yeah I'm gonna start you know eating better and and working out and it's such a like that discipline along with having a good group of people around you and liking mm-hmm. yourself is such a better substitute that for like I'm just gonna stop eating I mean the skinny <laughs> the skinniest I've ever been was uh, probably 15 pounds lighter than this. Um, 
post breakup diet of I can't mm-hmm. food. I don't want to look at it or yeah. eat it. Mm-hmm. And people were like, you look great. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm that's kind of when we met. Actually, when we shot that thing, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Steve and I played an engaged couple. Uh, mm. We shot it um, probably a week after like the worst breakup of my life. And I was just like, hi, uh, <laughs> hey, shit. everyone. Yeah. I mean, the shoe was really super, super fun. But in between takes, I was like, Ugh. so you're a stress not eater. Yeah. I, I am too. I'm a stress eater. Oh, man. Bad. Yeah, it is bad. But whatever. Um, <laughs> isn't it funny how like when you get to that like crazy thin weight, how quickly your body's like, mm, we don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Almost yeah. within a week. Like you yeah, can yeah, yeah. you can be so skinny. People are like, whoa, you look good. Like it's also funny that people are like, you look so sad and so good. Yeah. <laughs> and then a week later, <laughs> your body decides this feels terrible. Yeah. And you just gain all of it and more oh, yeah. back. Instantly. Yeah. Evolutionarily, our body has no desire to be cut. No. It doesn't yeah. give a fuck no, that's about a your abs. It yeah. wants to survive. Yeah. It's yeah. a problem if your body is too cut for your body because your your body interprets it as, why are you starving me? Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. Fight or flight, man. The sh- yeah, yeah. The shapes that being fit like creates on your body. I, I, I don't know. I feel like in a way, it, 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 it must have been that I was high at some point, but I, I've had a thought like a couple <laughs> starting a couple months ago. Looking at a really super cut person and thinking, it's really just it's. It, first of all, it's weird to me that you can change the shape of your body. I yeah. think that's cool. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like the 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 muscles that you can create. The like, I got to forget what they're called, but that like the Angelo V muscle thing. Yeah. You know, like the, the Elliot Elliot called the Elliot Crest or something. Uh, Ooh, I, love that you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> They, they address it all the time. <laughs> you literally can't do gay porn unless you have that muscle. Uh, that's so funny. No, that's not true. If you have a giant donger. Oh, yeah. You can have whatever body shape you want as long as your dick is huge, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to one or the other. Yeah. If you're either amazing torso or your dick is almost alarmingly... Gigantic. Gigantic. Ooh, that is scary to me. Yeah, I don't need that. No, I I'm don't. I'm not th- about a monster dick. Really perpetuating some not super healthy uh, ideals and yeah. standards for beauty <laughs> in the old pornography industry. Not all of it. Is there is there an industry for male male on male porn that's like the like equivalent to amateur porn for mm. heterosexuals like because they have normal bodies a lot of time they have no. normal like average yeah. cool bodies i i think you know i actually think like the you know the bear community has a lot of like healthy body image stuff going on yeah um yeah they're they're cool and bears are fucking cool as hell like Ugh. i if you get to go to a gay bar that's like pr- that predominantly caters to bears go there because yeah. they just they just get it yeah yeah, I find my I find myself gravitating towards them always. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, I love them. I love them all. They're awesome bears. Yeah, yeah. and they look better than normal people too. <laughs> I, I'm always like the the look of it is uh, very appealing to me. Yeah, I think that's okay. Is this okay for me to say? Yeah, you're as, yeah. You're saying someone's beautiful. Yeah. I have always and I've never quite had the pleasure of doing it yet, but I've always wanted to like cup one of those like chubby bellies that's also hard on the surface yes it's almost like a turtle shell yes i want to touch that (laughs) i haven't i have yet to had an interaction with someone who has that and it's weird to be like i want to touch your hard belly yeah it must be how pregnant women feel all the time where people just walk up and touch them yes (laughs) oh my god it's a pregnant woman thing yeah i think so and they're hard too they're harder than you think yeah this this is i'm not i do not intend this to be a joke i do think it's 
nice to know what you like slash want. Like I can't, th- I can't point to a, a thing like that that I want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can't. I mean, yeah. I just, I, I'm such a case by case. I mean, what about? Have you ever like like made out with a girl who had like hat like a shaved head? Like that's kind yeah. of almost analogous. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like an interesting sensation. Oh yeah, that was fun. Okay, yeah. yeah. Then there you go. Yeah. Okay, I like that's that. That's different. Yeah, that's different. I'd do that again. Yeah. Listeners, no, that's not. <laughs> Are you trying to? Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Can I? Yeah. Listeners, if you're a lady in the Los Angeles area, perhaps you're. Film tastes include Beetlejuice, Beginners, mm. Mm. the middle period of Wes Anderson's career. That's right. I'm a life aquatic apologist. Me too. Anyway, <laughs> if that fits your profile and you have a shaved head, hey, hit me up. Facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to get a lot of offers. You're going to get some heat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's say we have two Twitter questions. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Two. Wow. It's pretty good. I, honestly, I'm in, it's weird that I'm impressed. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. Actually. I think like that's normally impressive. I ask people if they have questions and people are just like, we don't care. <laughs> um, okay. Then first question is what's the best way to tell someone you don't want a second date? Oh, wow. I've done this. Yeah. Okay, I guess in my experience, it's been, let me see, what did I say to that one guy? Um, I think I just said the truth. Okay. I just said, like, I think you are great, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not feeling that compatibility with us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's what I say. And I know that's, like, not an interesting answer. But I think it's tough and it sucks, but, like, the truth is so great. Because that's the truth sometimes. I've even gone on dates with people who I'm like, I think you're so cool. And then like, there's just like no zero, zero, zero chemistry there. Yeah. I think that's a great answer. I, I use the same always. I always am very honest and I use the word. I don't feel like, I don't feel the chemistry or I, something about this doesn't feel right to me because I think there's something good about being really honest about what it, what the person makes you feel. Even if you theoretically know they're amazing. Yeah. And you would date them for forever if you could just feel that thing for them. Yeah, I feel like I use the word like, I'm not feeling a romantic connection. That's great. Because it's not about them. It's just like it's the connection is not there. I think that's really great. That is so honest. I, I, I love that. <laughs> I, no, no, I, I, it's not even, it's not harsh. It's just honest. And yeah. I, I mean, because what I've done before is that was, hey, that was great. Uh, I just wanted to put it out there. I, I don't think I'm really looking to date right now. And I don't think, I feel like I, sh- I don't, I hope I never say that again. Yeah. Because it's, because the response I got from that last time was, so what, so you don't want to be friends either or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, or so does this mean we can't be friends? And this <laughs> was, this was just like, then it became combative and I was like, okay, let's just. Because I think people can feel, I've done that once and I learned my lesson. I think people can feel it's a lie. Yeah. And I think people get really defensive when they feel like someone's just like bullshitting them. Mm-hmm. I did it to this one guy who took me on a date and it was a really nice date and we went on a date and then we went out for drinks and after, I didn't know how to say it like, cause I wasn't physically attracted to him. And it wasn't a chemical thing even because I, I could feel that. But like something, I couldn't get on board with it. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm just not looking to date right now. And he goes, so and this was a dick move. He goes, so why did you let me take you out to dinner and buy you drinks then? Ugh. Ew. Which is Such a, a shithead Which move. is a dick move. Yeah. However, 
there is a little bit of truth in it. There is a little bit of like, yeah. if that's true, then why did you go on a date with me? And I totally get it because that answer doesn't make sense. Yeah. But sometimes you also discover things on a date like, I'm probably not ready to date right now. Yeah, yeah that's the, that, I mean, that's, that's a, such an acceptable answer because the, just the entitlement of. Isn't that gross? It's like you wanted to take this person out on a date. They allowed you to. You got the privilege of spending yeah. time with them. Let they, them they, they owe you yeah. nothing beyond that point. No, but it felt yeah. like it felt like I had to respond something like, "Well, would you like a refund?" You know, yeah. like like it was a weird sort of. At like, that point, you should have just like, "Well, I don't fucking like you." I yeah. did. I did that. Like I did that. I said, "Okay, well, to be perfectly honest," and then I uh, I let it go. Yes, because face to face. No, it was go. via text. I was oh. like, "I'm not physically attracted to you, and I can't see myself dating you." And he was like, "Yikes!" Burn. <laughs> you but burned like, that. I did. I burned that hard. But part of me was like, you deserve that if you're going to be a dick. Yeah. That's what you get. Um, yeah. Here's the next question. Okay. It's not going to be relevant by the time this um, episode is released. Okay. I say, let's hit on it anyway. Let's just do it. Is it okay to still be eating Thanksgiving leftovers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, cause, okay. So should we say the date of today? It's so December that people, 12th. It's December, December 12th, 12th right now. So that means it was about three weeks ago. Yeah, and this will be released probably in a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I don't think it is. I agree. I don't think it is. I tend to err on, like, I'm a chicken. Like, I tend to err on the other side where I'm like, it's been two days. Throw it away. Yeah. Um, I, throw, I throw out condiments. Like, I throw out things that last forever. Yeah. Because I'm freaked out by the idea of them being open in my fridge for more than two weeks. Like, I'll be like, I think this ketchup's bad. If yeah. they have an expiration date. It's okay to follow it. I don't trust it. I don't think it would kill you at this point right now, but I would definitely say this is the last week yeah. to even possibly consume no, it but before <sighs> physical maladies. Three weeks? You can freeze I leftovers, but think about... I mean, so here's here's the... I mean, uh, mashed potatoes have heavy cream and butter in them. Yeah. That mm -hmm. stuff can go bad. Of yeah. course. Get that out of your fridge. And but, then once it mixes uh, with other stuff, I don't even know. I'm no food scientist. I'm no food scientist, but I always err on the side of mm -hmm. if it's been sitting for longer than. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a two days get it out guy, but I am. Mm -hmm. I've definitely I mean, I've done a week. Mm -hmm. I've eaten nothing but Thanksgiving leftovers for an entire week. I feel like have you ever had food poisoning before? Yes. See, I had it once in my life and it made me afraid of eating leftovers. Oh, yeah. I had it once, and it wasn't even from leftovers, but I was like, oh, this is scary stuff. I don't want to risk this ever again. So I'll throw out things after like a day. Yeah. I'm mm. wasteful. Here's what it is. I think gr unprepared food like groceries have a longer shelf life, of yeah. course. Yeah. But then once it's prepared, I think it's like, honestly, I think it's like a week. Yeah. I agree. You get a week. So there's a week. That, so, so if it's prepared food from, from Thanksgiving, it's probably toast. Okay. So let's give the advice of stop eating your Thanksgiving food. Yeah. But also, by now, too, don't eat your New Year's Eve food or your Christmas food. No, like it, once this is released, stop eating your holiday food. <laughs> get out of your get out of your house. Go to a farmer's market. Yeah, pick up something fresh. Yes. Yeah, man, stop. or just call an amazing Thai place. Yeah. yeah, it'll be there. In like, They'll help you out. It'll be there in like eleven minutes. Yeah. They're so quick. Yeah. It won't make sense how quick it is. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, this is the time in our podcast where we ask you the five set questions that we ask everybody. Oh, cool. This is fun for someone like you, I think. Okay. Not to dictate whether you should feel this. Yeah, is fun I might or not. not have fun. Yeah, let me know after if you do. But okay. we think you're gonna have fun. We think you might like it. We'll but you see. might not. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Okay, number one, what's your favorite food? Pizza. Oh, 
Just pizza. Just that's pizza, the right answer. Pizza, pizza. That's the right yeah, answer. I love pizza so much. That is my favorite answer of all of these so far. <laughs> Number two, do you believe in soulmates? Oh, wow. No. I believe that you, there are people you are just like, there are people you are mathematically going to have a better chance at connecting with. Yeah. And I believe that the way that like numbers work, there are less of those people in the world, but I don't believe in a single solitary soulmate. Good answer. Number three, what's your favorite thing to cook or bake for someone? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is real. This is real. I recently learned how to make bread from my mom's recipe. Uh, my mom is awesome and she makes this really awesome, like crusty Greek bread. Ooh. And I just made some last night, actually. Um, and that's my favorite thing to make because it's like not that hard. Yeah. But people are just blown away by bread. Yeah. Well, I think I watched you make it for the first, I think, or I was like around when you were yeah. like FaceTiming your mom because there was like yes. a special part of the rest of you that you wanted to get correct. Yes. That's cool. How, have you made it several times since? Yeah. A handful of times. I'm nice. not, I'm not winning any awards and I, but, um, yeah, but uh, I've yeah. made it a handful of times. It I was think so good. There's nothing people appreciate more than fresh bread for some reason. Yeah. It is a really cool thing. Yeah. Literally like, and that's the other fun, the weird thing about it is like, I made like 30 rolls of bread and it like maybe cost $5. Oh, wow. It's so truly cheap when you make bread. Oh, that's a smart, that's a smart thing to make for someone. (laughs) Um, Okay. Number four, what's your favorite drink? Okay. Favorite drink. um, uh, This is hard for some reason because I'm like thinking of, is it alcoholic? Is it just... Anything you a want. Drink, drink. You know what? I'm gonna say this because this is like a uh, like a like a shout out to my former me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Capri Sun Pacific Cooler. Oh, it's the it's the best. And when back when my days when I was abusing food, I could take I would take down a case, ten in pouches. In Stop. In a day. In a day. Ten pouches in a day. Um, and <gasps> it's I realize now it's it's just sugar water, but it doesn't mean it's any less delicious. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of high fructose corn syrup for a growing boy. <laughs> yeah. 10 yeah. pouches that is my favorite flavor too it's so good yeah i always felt ripped off whenever like a different flavor would end up there like the strawberry one i would always be like man yeah why is anyone buying this for me yeah um and our last question number five what is one piece of advice that relates to food or relationships that you'd like to give to people okay that's really good that's really good <laughs> um i would say oh man do i pick one do i pick both you can um, have it encompass both of them. You can have it just encompass one of them. Or you can give two different pieces of advice. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't want to get on like a high horse about either. Okay, okay, okay. Let me, let me think. Let me think. Okay. Um, this is really simple advice. But I think with relationships, just communicate all the time. Because I would say if it's the right person, they're going to appreciate um, that direct communication. Even if you're feeling stupid, even if you're like feeling jealous, I I say you say those things, but you also like, you say like, like you, there's, you can get such, you can get so much out of being like, I don't know if this is right or I'm not saying I'm right, but that made me feel jealous. Yeah. Or like, I know this might be fickle, but that hurt my feelings you know what I mean like just saying like I might not I'm not saying you're wrong but I'm saying that's how that made me feel I think that's great yeah sometimes I do that with I explain that I know 
my head knows this is wrong. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But my heart is saying, you tried to make me jealous just now. Like, yeah. and it's a nice way of bridging the thing of being like, logically, I know you're not trying to hurt my feelings, yeah. but it did. And sometimes being like, I know I'm going to get over this, but right now in this moment, I'm just feeling it. Yeah. So that, I think that's great. that can just help. How about some, how about some food advice? I mean, that yeah. also is pretty sound food advice in pretty some sound ways. Food advice. I would say, um, and cause I just, I don't want anyone to overthink. It's such a tough thing. I would say with food is, um, 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 uh, how do I want to put this? Um, you can workshop it with us. Yeah. I think it's, I think with me, the thing with food is, is like, um, eating too much doesn't make it taste better. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say that. I don't want people to like start cutting their portions. Yeah. <laughs> but like I have been in a position where like if I'm in a very festive place and I'm eating all the food, um, there are some times where I can stop myself from eating everything by being like, oh, well, eating more of it doesn't make it taste better. Yeah. You I think that's actually, I think <laughs> that's, that's really, point. yeah, I think it's really great advice. I don't think that would make anybody uh, stop eating, but I think it's an awareness of being like, this food tastes good. I'm going to be present and eat it yeah. and eating more of it will not in, will not result in more happiness Yeah. in the same way. Um, I describe this with sex a lot where sometimes, you know, when you're having sex and part of you is like, you're during it, you're like, I want more of this <laughs> like during it. Yeah. And you're like, that's not going to make this pr present situation better. Also, Enjoy what you have right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you come and then you like come back to and your And then you're senses. like, I want more. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that, 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 that. For me right after, I'm like, okay. Really? Yeah. I think afterwards, I'm like, okay, cartoons. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. There's I a chemical that dudes release. Uh, God, I wish I knew what it was called. It's dudes have it, ladies don't. Mm -hmm. That allows them to be satisfied. Them to be, yeah. Oh my God. I don't oh have that God. for sure. Like after I have sex, I'm always like, I want more. Like yeah. it's almost immediate. Wow. And then you look over and the dude's asleep. Oh yeah. He's always asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything you would like to plug or let us know about that you're doing? Oh man. Um, I guess since we're already talking about Grinder Diary, um, I guess follow Grinder Diary. Um, I just recently created a sketch show version of Grinder Diary. You did? Where can we see that? We'll see. Hopefully at the UCB Theater, <gasps> but there's no no new dates yet. Let's okay. get a run of it on the books. Let's get a run of it on the books. Um, besides that, come watch Winslow. Um, Where can we see that? You can see us. Uh, starting on January 8th, we're going to be uh, at UCB Franklin okay. sharing the 9.30 Friday slot with Soundtrack. Ooh, cool. that's a yeah. good slot. So come watch Famous People on Soundtrack and then come watch Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Winslow. They're amazing. You guys are great. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah, Soon to be very famous everyone. Everyone famous. If that's an important Here we thing. come, fame. <laughs> um, Mano, it was so nice to have you. And thanks for being so honest and sharing all your stories. And thanks for sharing Jean's name. Okay, yeah. Hi, Jean. <laughs> Hi, Jean. Hi, Jean. Hi, Jean. Bye, Hi, Jean. Jean. <laughs> <laughs>